Welcome to the Improve Your Workflow podcast brought to you by Digital Pigeon. Learn from other creative and media businesses about attracting more work, delivering projects efficiently, getting paid on time and everything in between. Hi there, and welcome to the seventh episode of Improve Your Workflow. My name's Paul Evans, and I'm your host. As always, the format for this show is really simple. I interview owners and managers of media, marketing, and creative businesses about their productivity and operations hacks as a way where we can all learn from each other and hopefully make our lives that little bit easier. Today's guest is Darius Family of Postlab.io. Welcome to the show, Darius. Could you please tell the listeners what you do and who you do it for? Yeah, so I run a post-production company in Melbourne called Postlab.io and we provide, uh, I guess, post-production services to film and television productions and we sort of do a bit of a different twist on post-production. We're not a big all-under-one-roof facility, so we work on decentralised post-production and management, which means that we come onto productions really early days, often during development, to help a production establish their workflow and the procedures and processes for the film. And a film or a TV production can, you know, span a few years. So um, we work to kind of establish good processes right up front. And every production is always is always very different. So we sort of tailor that process and workflow on a per-production basis. Yeah, okay. So from memory, you run kind of like a productized service. Is that fair to say? Yeah, I mean, when, well, look, when we started, that's that was what we were looking at doing. Was We kind of wanted to go down a path of, I guess, post-production on demand was sort of the idea. But as the business has been developing, we've actually now moving away from that and okay. more moving towards, a tr- I guess, towards more of a traditional post-services company, but yep. with, with the difference being that, yeah, we prefer to, rather than a, you know, a production would normally contact a post house and just get a quote and then they'd go off and do their thing and then once they've finished editing, then they'd take it to the post-production company to finish. Okay. We prefer to actually be involved all the way through yeah, right. so that they don't make any mistakes that cause, you know, a lot, often a lot of the mistakes that, gets, that get made have time ramifications and cost ramifications mm. down the track. So yeah, sure. Like a reshoot or... Yeah, yeah, you know, or they might have converted things into the wrong format or, you know, just not, not kept files the right way or there's lots of different... There's so many different hurdles. Yeah, okay. Ups. So, you know, we get to... The productions really love it because... They know that they can call us any time of the day at any point and ask us, you know, they go, oh, we're not sure. We've, we've got this, we have to shoot with another camera and it's got these different format options. Which option should we pick? And then we'll go and research and find out what's the best option. For yeah. the option um, rather than them guessing and potentially choosing the wrong option. Yep. That makes a lot of sense. So obviously workflow and productivity is a big part of your business. What would you say is your number one like hack or tip that you could share with the listeners? Probably the biggest productivity hack for us really is communication. I think that's probably a common thread for a lot of businesses is 
maintaining really good communication with your clients mm-hmm. and that's something that they they really value they want to know that you're you know because we, we're not working in the same room with them so it's important for them to know that we are working on them and that they are a priority and a focus for us and not on a back burner or anything like that which can happen you know they can feel that way very easily if you're not in constant communication with them yep so you're so, doing that by phone or by text email pretty Slack. much a lot we use email a lot like we rely on email for most of our communications so mm-hmm. the biggest hack that i use for my communication is this method called inbox zero yep and that's like a it's like an ethos for how to maintain your inbox and also like it applies to other communications as well i think you know sms yeah Oh, I think I'd um, freak you out. I think my current inbox count is four digits. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so but I have heard of inbox zero. Yeah. Inbox zero is awesome. Like I, so like my inbox right now, I've only got fifteen emails. It works really well with Gmail because Gmail has categories. There's yeah. a, it's a feature you can turn on. Mm. Yeah, so categories is a bit different to filtering. Um, categories is like they have four categories or five. So uh, primary, social, promotions, updates, and forums. Oh, yep. You can't rename them, but you can use – you basically you drag emails into one of those categories and then you can tell Google to continue to bring emails into that spot. Yeah, okay. So anything that's from – if someone like a human sends me an actual email, it ends up in my primary inbox. Yeah, okay. That's my – you know, my phone will go off for that. Yep. That's kind of like my master like – I need a reply to this straight away. Yep. And then things like invoices or, you know, if I make an online payment or if I receive, you know, notifications or a password reset link or anything like that goes into updates. Yeah, so you don't so need I, to... I, I never need to look in there. Like yeah. I look in there, you know, like I'll go in there and when I'm doing the bookkeeping because that's sure. where all my invoices and receipts will be. All of the newsletters that I get, you know, Australian industry newsletters and things like that goes into social. So, like, I can just click in there and I get to see all of my magazines and all of the updates yep. from the funding bodies and stuff and I can scan through it really quickly and I can just delete anything in those other categories. I know that I can delete because there's nothing in there that is from an actual person. Yep. It makes it really easy because it's like day-to-day with all of the updates and promotional emails and stuff oh, yeah. probably get hundreds and it's like yeah. you don't want that cluttering your you know if, yeah. it, if my phone goes off and i'm out i want it to be like a real thing yeah, yeah. Be, i don't want to be swiping like oh a bloody 40 percent off this <laughs> yeah good advice all right so in terms of your tech stack you've obviously mentioned well google apps and gmail what else do you use to get the job done um, a big one that we've been using lately is Airtable. Oh yeah, that's yep. It's sort of like it's like a you know a new version of a spreadsheet. Um, kind of like an access database, isn't it? Like sort of as well, somewhere in between a spreadsheet and an access. Yeah, database. that's it. Yeah. Like you know, I love spreadsheets, and I use and I still use. You know, we use G Suite heavily for all of our docs and stuff. So we still use spreadsheets for you know financial things and estimates and stuff like that. But then. Airtable is yeah, it's a da- it's it's a database. So you know if you and you can use it for you know we use it for so many different things. So we use it for leads lists and we use it for uh, we've got another one for job database. You know to keep track of our job numbers, yep. and the type yep. of job they are, and 
then, you know, certain jobs will use them to keep track of how much footage is being used per day, what cameras are being used on a production. So the great thing about Airtable is like, you know, you have like a spreadsheet, you can have different worksheets within one spreadsheet. Mm. But Airtable, you know, rather than it just being numbers focused, it's actually, you know, you can have a column where you can create your own custom dropdown and, yeah. you know, so I think it is, I never use, I never use Access, but I think it is very similar to Access or like FileMaker yeah, or those kind of things. Database type function. I'm probably showing my age saying Microsoft Access. <laughs> but, uh. <laughs> yeah, it was a little bit before my time. I, I, but I think if I would, I would have been all over those programs yep. you know, years ago. But Airtable, so that's a, that's a big one. Um, that we use day to day to keep track of mm-hmm. it's just so many things shipping, you know, if we yep. we might have a job where we have to send out, you know, like 50 different cinema packages to cinemas and we want to keep track of where they are, what the shipping numbers are, if that, you know, what stage you can do Kanban boards. So it's like, yep. this has been transcoded. Now it's processed. Now it's ready for dispatch, dispatched, returned, blah, blah, blah. So yep. it's, that's super useful. Yeah, cool. All right. Um, we're just going to take a few seconds now to hear from our sponsor. This episode is brought to you by Digital Pigeon. Digital Pigeon is the leading file sharing service for creative and media businesses that can't afford to miss deadlines. With a focus on moving large files from A to B quickly and reliably, Digital Pigeon is the tool you can count on where others fail to deliver. Try Digital Pigeon out for free today at www.digitalpigeon.com. Dot com slash workflow for an extra long 90-day trial. Now, back to the show. All right. So if if you could work with one brand that you don't already work with, who would that be and why? Oh, it's a good question. It's a tricky one. I think probably I'd have to say rather than a brand, it would be like a movie franchise. There's always TV shows and feature franchises that I, I'm just, I watch and I'm like, ah, oh, I would love for us. To- <laughs> well, <laughs> it's like, they're, we'd they're be doing certainly that. brands, they're <laughs> big brands, yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. I, my personal favourite franchise at the moment is Mission Impossible and that's been a, long, a long-term a you know, childhood favourite as well. I've, I love the Mission Impossible movies and the recent ones are, have just been absolutely amazing and they've really taken them in a really cool direction. I think they're really arguably some of the best action films going around at the moment. So yeah, right. is that storyline or is that like visual effects or? I uh, guess storyline, like it's just, you know, the, the storyline and the storytelling is just really top notch and yep. visual effects. I mean, the recent Mission Impossible fallout, like the visual effects are quite minimal. It's actually a lot of it is captured. You know, Tom Cruise loves doing his own stunts. So <laughs> He's yep. flying the helicopters himself, you know, like, so it's like they actually have really cool, amazing set pieces that, you know, it would just be like a dream to edit and to be working on and to be delivering. Like that would, that would give me immense satisfaction if we were to work on something like that. So great answer. All right. So how do you go about solving problems? And you can't say Google, but <laughs> do you use um, like specific blogs for help or YouTube, which I know is owned by Google, but <laughs> uh, mentors. Well, obviously, other than Google, I don't think that there's any specific websites that we use. I mean, it's just like Google and find the yeah. right website. Yeah. But um, I think, you know, I have a good 
we have a really good network of people mm. that are specialists in their fields that we rely on to talk to. And I've got, you know, there's certain, it's, there's only a handful of them like that I would contact in various departments, you know, camera, sound, post-production, colour grading, things like that, yep. that who, if there's something that I'm stumped on that I can't find the answer to online, um, I'll call them and, and bring them into the fold. It works well because usually it's something that is, isn't available to find out online. So, you know, then you get to, we get to have discussions with, with people who, who know what they're doing yep. to assist in coming up with a solution. So that's, yeah, that's, you know, I'm just on the phone. We'll be on the phone for like an hour and a half with someone like discussing yeah. <laughs> formats and codecs and like, oh, what's the best way? Like, you know, he's yeah. always have a, I'll usually go into the call with an idea of what I think my solution is and yeah. then it's kind of here's my hypothesis for how I think we should handle it. How, what do you think from your point of view? Is that a, you know, does this make sense? Would yeah. that be easy for you? Blah, blah, blah. Um, yeah. Very good. And finally, where can our listeners connect with you? Oh, just uh, on all the usual on social. We're on um, Facebook, Instagram and Twitter at PostLab.io um, and then also our website. We've got our, on our website all of our current productions, um, all of our active productions and completed ones as well. So, yeah, cool. Um, yeah. Awesome. Thanks for being on the show, Darius. Thanks so much, Paul. Well, there were some interesting insights there from Darius. I conceptually like the idea of Inbox Zero myself and I'm working pretty hard on getting there with my assistant, only a couple thousand emails to go. <laughs> Normally, I uh, tend not to focus on the tools at the end of the episode, but I'm going to agree with Darius on this one. Airtable is a very awesome tool. Well, until next time, keep on delivering. Thanks for listening to the Improve Your Workflow podcast. If you enjoyed the podcast, please leave us a review on iTunes. Go to www.digitalpigeon.com slash review podcast for more info and we'll add you into our monthly draw to win a Digital Pigeon t-shirt. Bye for now.